Incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 89 of the latest PS5 podcast. I'm your host, Sonny Sangera, and I'm joined by Mr. Alex Sylvester. How are you doing, Alex? What do you do? What do you do? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm just in the uh, state of play, uh, and it was an interesting show. Yeah, Very so it's 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 weird. This is going to look like we've recorded it or sound like we've recorded it after the state of play. We haven't. I'm just doing the introduction and news number one now which is after the state of play we've recorded everything else from the show before the state of play so if anything's out of date we're really sorry about it especially the rumor mill or news rundown or anything we say because this is pre-state of play that's how um, live it is people it'll be interesting you know um but before we go on just a bit of news about the latest ps5 as you know, over the last few weeks, uh, we were graced with the presence of Mr. Asim Tamvia, who was able to work alongside um, his own network, which is obviously Next Gen Base, and he became a third member of the latest PS5. Well, we've had to say our unfortunate goodbyes to Asim, as he has now, you know, greatly got a new role within the games industry, and conflict of interest means he cannot be on the latest PS5 podcast or support an NGB in front of the camera. So we want to take this opportunity to thank Asim for his help and coming on the show and being a laugh and taking a piss out of the Nintendo Switch as much as he can. (laughs) And listeners, I want you to know um, everything he said about eFootball. He was just messing around. It's not true. He loves eFootball massively. Mm. And if you ever chat to him on social media, just remember that his favourite Manchester United player is Fred. So just mention that to him as well. So Asim, we know you're listening. Thank you for everything. Yeah. And uh, we wish you all the best in the role. And we'll definitely get you on the show for, you know, uh, unofficial, well, it would be an official, like a goodbye and yeah. all that to the listeners and stuff like that. But Alex, we've got big news this week. As we said, we've got the state of play, which is has just passed, actually. So we can mm-hmm. just do news report one. Um, So we'll get into that in a second. We've also got news about the Evo lineup. We've got delays. Frontier Developments is new game. Oh, yes. God of War maybe hitting TV shows as well as a lot in the rumor mill and news rundown. But before we get into all that, remember, listeners, you can like, share and subscribe for the latest PS5 on YouTube, on all podcast platforms um, and on our social media, which is at latest PS5 on Twitter. Whew, that's a lot to get through. Alex, what have you it been playing? Lot. What have you been playing? It's a dumb question, but what have you it been is, playing? It is the only, the only question, the only game that I've been playing is Horizon Forbidden West. It's an amazing let's, game. Let's switch it because we've asked, this is going to be the same answer for weeks and weeks and weeks on end. And it's been the same answer since launch. So I'm going to switch this question to you and the listeners will want to know as well. What have your kids thought about Horizon? Let's get your kids <laughs> review Horizon. How have they been acting right. around you while you're playing the game? Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, if you haven't been following us, uh, make sure you like, share and subscribe. But if you have, you would know that my boys are actually in love with Horizon. They were in love with Horizon Zero Dawn, particularly by the beasts and the mechs, all the different animals slash machines that you could actually uh, find in that game. Uh, and yeah, they're the ones who actually convinced me to get Horizon Forbidden West. I mean, I had no choice. On launch. On launch, yeah. So it's like, Daddy, you're going to get it? I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to have to. Um, but yeah, uh, they've been loving it. They've been loving it. They've been loving all the different new mechs. Um, I mean, they they know all the rest of the, the first game off by heart. 
uh, and the new ones coming through, and I can't even remember the names, but if I had them here, they'll tell you every single machine that I've fought so far. Uh, they love the fact that it's even bigger, faster, and I love the fact that each of the, the um, machines that makes look a lot more lifelike. Mm. You know, so um, yeah, I'm, so I'm really are they, the way are you taking them. them like, are you showing them like the, the you know the database when you scan all the mechs and it goes in that little yeah database yeah I have no the choice, menu screen. I have no choice. Yeah, they tell me <laughs> to go to the notebook, show to the notebook, check this out. They want to know all the weaknesses. Uh, one of their that favorite is amazing. Ones is, yeah, one of their favorite ones is like the Viper though. I can't remember the exact name for it, but um, if you've seen the trailer, you know what we're talking about. And uh, yeah, it's 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 oh, definitely interesting. So yeah, those, they've been enjoying it. When it uh, have you you've done the Coliseum bit, haven't you? The the, the could 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 rut or something like that. I think I have it. Oh yes, I have. Yeah, that was the first bit. Yeah, the yeah, first yeah, yeah. against the Viper. No, 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 the the, you, the, the second time you go up against it in a main mission. No, I haven't. I haven't got there. Oh yet. wow, I'm further than you in the story. Yeah, yeah, That's crazy. Further, I thought further, I was miles behind further. you. No, 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 you're further, man. Okay, I won't talk about it. No spoilers. But the second one, <laughs> pain in the ass, absolute pain in the ass. But uh, um, it's great to see. And it's, isn't it crazy mm. though that how um, a video game has just engrossed them in this world so much? I mean. You get games mm. where they enjoy playing it because it's like, yeah, it's A to B. I'm collecting something. Like, yeah, my my, my son absolutely loves um, Sackboy because it's just collecting. All and, right, yeah. Uh, but he, I'd never seen him get so engrossed in a game like Astrobot. Like Astrobot yeah. had him so engaged, and for you, your boys, it's like yeah. Horizon. Yeah, yeah. Like, even to this, mechs. or even to this day, they still love Astrobot. I mean, they've completed that game, but it's. You know the the mechs, but um, but yeah, it's I guess they're just at that stage in it where they just love things new and the way these games are so engrossing. Um, it's a credit to the the developers, really. You know, nice. so um, nice. yeah, it makes it more interesting. Well, I'm the same. Uh, I'm just I'm I've slowed down as I mentioned last week. I slowed down. I'm taking my time with the game. I'm just immersed in the world, doing side missions, photo errands, mode. things like that, <laughs> messing around in photo mode. I love this game. I'm honestly, I feel like this is going to be a game. <laughs> That's going to hit the hundred hour mark in terms of play, and I like the fact that it the will. clock doesn't count when you pause it, which is good. So um, it should, it yeah. really should. I hate games that it still goes and it pisses me off. You know what I mean? Um, so playing Horizon, but the other game I've yeah. been playing is Gran Turismo Seven, mate. Ooh. Oh yeah, what's it like? Game is good. Yeah, yeah. Visually stunning, sound yeah. stunning, dual sense okay. orgasmic. But orgasmic. what makes this game okay. great yeah, yeah. is it made reviews. collecting cars fun okay all right you're nice. learning everything yeah, yeah, about yeah. cars but it's just like basically mm. it's like a uh you get menus from a cafe shop right the world map is amazing it teaches mm -hmm. you everything if you've never been into gran turismo before it will teach you everything easy but you get these menu books and it says oh you got to collect these cars and it tells you you just got to win this race that race and right. it's just navigating you through everything but mm -hmm. it's amazing it's it's the ultimate ocd collectible game and it's Gran Turismo, <laughs> yeah. so it's cool. And so I, got Toyota, uh, it? <laughs> uh, I got a Toyota, I got a Toyota Aqua, I think it's called, which is a Prius okay. in the West. Yeah, and yeah. I modded that bad boy up to be hitting corners at one twenty. <laughs> really? I was like, "What have I done to this car, man? How is the the, the chassis Monster. still on this bloody machine? The speed Crazy. I'm moving at." But <laughs> it's a fun game. It's a great game. Highly recommend Gran Turismo Seven for everyone. Um, it's really, really good. But would you be able to platinum that game? I think I will. I think I'll naturally yeah. get quite a lot, but okay. we'll go, we'll just see what that last trophy is where you have to, I think it's like you have to do a certain amount of miles, but only mm. in online mode, which will piss me off because I'll All be right. sitting there like just coming in last because wow. 
I'm just holding down X while I'm just going around the straight <laughs> so road literary. or whatever. So we'll see there. But we'll move on, yes. Alex, um, to cool. the news stories. We've already pre-recorded the rest of the show, but not News Report 1, because obviously mm. we've just had the state of play from PlayStation. So um, yeah. Sony announced beforehand that this was going to be a Japanese-heavy show. Everybody jumped on, as they do with like they do in Nintendo Directs when they say, yeah, yeah Zelda, Zelda, Zelda. No. Or Mario mm-hmm. Kart 9. No. They did the same thing with State of Play. They said Japanese focus. Obviously, everybody's mind shifted to Resident Evil 4 Remake and Final Fantasy. That mm-hmm. wasn't the case. But, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised with the show and some of the quality of the game. So, start off with some dinosaurs and we were like, whoa, what's going on here? It's Capcom. Um, and it's Exo Primal, which is Exo coming Prime, for the yeah. PS5 and PS4 in 2023. So there's a lot of time. Um, and it reminded me of like Warframe meets Dino Crisis meets mm-hmm. Earth Defense. It's just a bonkers game, but it looked like imagine me and you playing that. It's just stupid fun. Like it's dinosaurs crazy, yeah, coming with at mechs. you. Yeah, yeah, you with mechs I mean? and like Gundam S type, you know what I mean? Like suits, it was whatever, just, yeah. just horde mode with dinosaurs, like Velociraptors yeah. coming. And then at the end, when it ends with the T-Rex, you're like, oh my god, this, this yeah, game dude, before that, when really you see fun. all those Velociraptors falling from like, like a waterfall. Like the Empire, yeah, Empire State Building. That just looks mad. Mm. Uh, yeah, it looks impressive really well impressive in terms of how crazy it is but yeah mm. <laughs> well, yeah yeah it's gonna be done in crisis but um... it was a, re- a really really interesting name and then we mm. moved on to an update for ghostwire tokyo which is out of this month um obviously i feel like at the moment it's just contractually obligated like death loop was to be on every single show you know no matter yeah. what we're going to show a state of play dedicated to sports games ghostwire would still somehow turn up in that bloody state of play yeah it would if it, it was going to be but I mean, it's out 25th of March. It's out this month. There is a prequel um, visual novel available on the PlayStation Network now. Mm-hmm. A lot of people saying it's a cross of Japanese culture meets the X-Files, which is really, really interesting. But your yeah, quick yeah. thoughts on what you thought. It looked a lot sharper than what it did before, didn't it? It did, yeah. yeah. It did look like a really impressive game. And obviously, I like the, uh, the telekinesis type powers. And, and I did mention it on the live stream that it looks like you're just playing as um, Doctor Strange, you know, mm. being able to use all these different hand signals and magic and whatnot. But uh, it looks really good. I'd love to see if that game is going to make it into the PSVR 2, you know, because I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, we just have to wait until the release date to see if it's actually been worth the hype. Uh, but yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo. Definitely. It looks insane. Mm. It just looks, yeah, that's the one I thing know. about a lot of the games that we've been seeing over the state of play. It's just that the imaginations of the Japanese developers are just on another level. So, mm. um, yeah, man. Definitely. Um, we then had, obviously, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins, which is also coming out pretty quick as well. Yeah. Um, not much to say about that. A demo is now available on the PlayStation Network, which is a more updated demo. It's supposed to be Final Fantasy meets a Souls-like game. Wasn't that hard when I played the original demo. Mm. Uh, we joked about it. Or we're going to joke about it, sorry, later on in the show. So, like, we pre-guessed it. Um, but Forspoken, you know, it's been delayed, but we got a new trailer. It looked beautiful. The combat looked amazing. You looked really, really um, impressed by the game. Yes, I was definitely impressed with this. I mean, ever since we saw it announced at the initial uh, PlayStation 5 launch, um, yeah, it, it looked impressive then. Uh, it looked very similar, and I've said this many times to the um, Unreal uh, Engine 5 demo, 
Uh, I thought it was actually like a, the actual full game, um, the full mm. version of that game. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm loving the way it looks. Again, it all goes down to the art styles for me. I can't, I don't know how this game's actually going to play. It looks like you're going to have a lot of free roam. You know, it's a massive open world with some crazy imaginative um, monsters and beings. So we'll see how this actually compares to the likes of Elden Ring um, when it finally gets released in October, which I believe is the uh, the new date or the new target mm. that they're looking for. Yeah, uh, I'll skip the next few. So obviously they showed a few other games. This is that usual curse of the middle bit. So you had Gundam Evolution, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Cowabunga Collection, which had a Game Boy version of the game. Yeah, yeah, they had absolutely everything. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, Gigabash, um, which again... (laughs) Which looked insane. I mean, yeah, I don't know about that game. I know that's your favourite, but I don't know if I'm going to... Yeah, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle... All-Star Battle R, I think it was called. It's coming to PS5 and PS4 this year as well. Then came a game that um, I'm really, really hyped up for, and hopefully now that the listeners have seen more of it, um, and that's Trek to Yomi, which is basically like a black and white samurai game, 2D, looks stupidly violent, has a really strong Japanese voice cast as well. Um, It just looked really, really beautiful, didn't it? Sifu with a sword, mate. Sifu with a sword, and obviously with uh, Soccer Punch releasing Ghost of Shima, it's just opened up the whole samurai mm. uh, industry, it seems. And this looks like a nice take on it, uh, 2D side scroller with some 3D elements. Uh, and I just love the texture. I mean, they've got that old school 1960s film grain going across, you know what I mean, the, the aesthetic. So it looks good. I just hope the uh, gameplay is going to match up how it looks. Mm. And then big, big news and amazing news if you own Returnal. A huge Ascension update is coming 22nd of March. And Alex, it's a free update and it comes with nice. co-op yep. to the game. We called it, we called it if you go That's back it. to uh, one of the episodes the past few weeks. Uh, yeah, we did. That was one of the uh, big takes that we requested that we would actually do with Returnal mm. uh, and make it into a multiplayer game. Because obviously the combat in this game and the movement is it's phenomenal. I mean, it just sets a new precedence, especially for um, the next generation consoles, in terms of how you can actually move throughout and go mm. you know, through the levels and that. Dude, you need and to the pick the game up so we can play. We need to, we need to do it. Yeah, don't court. worry, it's man. I mean, fun, I could already kick your ass at it. Even if it was there uh, right now, I'd just be... Yeah, right, I mean, that, that's, right. but we just need a PvP. That's what we need now. And then you know, the excitement came. Then the excitement came. We're gonna we're gonna allow Square Enix to show two games to close the show. Oh my god, Final Fantasy 16. Here we go. Let's see what we're getting. First up is Final Fantasy Tactics. No, Dialfield Chronicle, which is a similar Final Fantasy Tactics-like game. Um, it's like a strategy game which looked mm-hmm. kind of interesting. I was like, Yep, yeah, it's Final Fantasy Tactics. It's Final Fantasy. Nope, it's not Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. And then we thought, here comes the final game. It's Final Fantasy 16, an update. We, this is what we want. They said they were gonna and do an update in spring 2022. Here we are. No, it's not Final Fantasy 16. The wait goes on. It was Valkyrie Elysium, Alex, you know, again, but something different, you know, it looked beautiful. As well, the art style looked look, really, really cool. Um, it looked, it looked all right. You know, I mean, we've seen better games, but um, but yeah, I'm interested to see who that woman at the end was, uh, because mm. they made a big deal. She's probably about from it, an old Valkyrie game or something maybe. like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's why they made a big deal about it. But that was the end of the show. Then, um, so mm-hmm. obviously, listeners, if you want to hear all our thoughts on each and every game and the show as a whole, just click the link in this description, and you can see the um, live reaction video to the state of play that we have. But Alex. Let's fast forward in time. We've already done the rest of the show. Let's go. So, listeners, uh, number two, let's move on. Okay, so on to number two. Um, The full lineup for the Evolution Championship Series 2022 
also known as Evo, has been announced. Uh, and there's a lot of familiar faces in the mix, including Bandai Namco's games, Tekken 7. Um, obviously, he's a familiar favorite on this channel. And Capcom Street Fighter V Championship Edition. Uh, and here's a full lineup. Um, so basically, we have Dragon Ball Fighters. Is it Fighters Z or Fighters? Anyway, there's Dragon Ball Fighters there, which is the third appearance at Evo. We've got Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, which is the first appearance at Evo. Um, Guilty Gear Strive, another first appearance. The King of Fighters 15, another first. Melty Blood Type Lumina. Lumina. Um, another first. More Combat 11 Ultimate, which is what I'm looking forward to. That's the second appearance at Evo. Skullgirl's second in Encore. Uh, which is the first appearance, Street Fighter V Championship Edition, which is a veteran in the game with five, uh, its fifth appearance, and Tekken 7, the GOAT, with its sixth appearance at EVO. So um, I, for one, I'm completely hyped up and I can't wait to get my hands. I'm beating the asses of everybody who's at EVO because, you know, I can cream them all with my eyes closed. Yeah. It's just what I do 24-7 all day, son. <laughs> Interesting. But what's pissing me off about that is that it says Tekken 7. Six yep. appearance at Evo. Six yep. year wow. of Tekken yeah. 7. No, yeah. where's Tekken 8? <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a bit dusty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. But the game's going on sale over every every other week, isn't it? But um, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't wait to um actually just watch it actually because I've never really taken part in Evo or actually watched it, so it should be good. Yeah, no, I'll be Will interesting. you be partaking? Will you be partaking? Do you think you'll ever have enough skills? Oh, no, nah, me, nah, me. I do it's just it's <laughs> I'm not allowed to enter because it becomes a betting frenzy, you know, and everyone knows, man, to bet on me to win Tekken's competition. So they were like, well, can, oh, you yeah, just be, yeah, yeah, can you yeah. just watch it? I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. But I will tell you a quick story. Um, I was doing, you know, when, I, when I was working in the industry, I was uh, at an um, event in Dubai and they had some Evo fighters there who were like obviously showcasing um, fighting games. So I was like, yeah, man. I'll fight you, and it mm, yeah. Tekken's my game, and they're like, okay, that's cool, yeah, mate. Tell you straight, I didn't mm. even hit them. You know what I mean? It's just it's <laughs> one of those. <laughs> no, no, there's no perfects <laughs> on me. I got a hit, but it was one hit. I, I just got whooped. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, these guys. And he's like, I train for fourteen hours a day, and I was like, okay. that's why you're a virgin, and put the pad down and walk <laughs> off in anger and Not shame that uh, I only got one hit. But it was all good, man. It's all good. Really you that one hit, man. You know what I mean? It's like uh, some Matrix. Um, that one hit was a death by a thousand cuts for him because he was yeah. like, I'm not gonna get hit, and I hit him once. I was like, I don't care. And you know what a hit was? A flawless victory. You know what hit it was? It was the it was the combo stopper. It's the bend down and kick low. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that tofu. You know, we can't get enough of it. Like, that is a key move. Like, you've kicked my ass with that move as well. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's great to see that uh, Evo is coming back. And obviously, Nintendo, as usual, for many years now, keeping Smash Brothers away from Evo, which is a shame because it's a popular Why? Uh, Evo. It's Nintendo. They, do they, so just, well, they, don't, they just don't want, if they can't control it, they don't want it there. It's a shame. One day, but we'll move be. on to what we do want. And I'm so excited for this one, Alex. Number Ooh. three. Frontier Developments has announced the first for themselves an annual sports license with F1 Manager 2022, which is slated nice. for release in the summer of this year for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and other platforms. So F1 Manager 2022 will have players selecting their team and managing them with a full up-to-date roster of personnel. 
The game will also feature full licensing and true-to-life presentation, and it's up to you to impress the board by hitting your season targets and long-term goals. Why am I so excited about this, people? Frontier Developments, Jurassic World Evolution, Planet Coaster Developers. (laughs) Here we go. Doing do another board one, but anyway, I'm sure it'll be. Uh, let's just wait. see if let's just see if they're going to make it really difficult to platinum this game, or are you guys going to? Well, you know what? Honestly, on, 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 uh, oh, that was just a little glitch. But like, literally, I mean, Frontier listeners and you, you, yourself know how much I love their games, and mm. I just plat them for jokes. Um, so it's really cool to see that they're not making another amusement park game or a you know they've done jurassic world evolution it's not another licensed product it's actually we're going to do an annual sports game where you're a manager so this is different for them as well so it's going to be really really exciting but i think where frontier developments really excel in the genre that they've been and moving into this is the ui the you know the user interface the user experience yeah yeah it's once you go through a tutorial, it's you're ready to go. You know everything. And they understand the importance of how do you map a game like that to a controller? Mm. It's, it's simple. You know, you use the triggers at the top. You use L1, R1, L2, R2 to get through your menus, you know, and it's just so easy, you know. And I mean, you had a quick dabble at Planet Coaster when we first got the PlayStation 5. And within yeah. two seconds, you were navigating the camera, going first person, third person, moving around and stuff, because it's so easy. Mm. Um, so this will be really, really interesting. And as somebody who plays um, Football Manager um, on my phone, because I'm not a nerd and play it on PC, it's really interesting yeah. to see how they're going to compete on that front as well. So I'm excited, dude. I'm so, so excited for this. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, yeah, I did play Planet Coaster and it was, I mean, there's a bit of a learning curve on it. It's not too difficult though, but yeah, it is a lot of fun. Uh, so would you recommend like noobs diving into this one then? No, only the only if they're um, obviously sports fans or, you know, they love F1 or they do like these types of games because it could be daunting for them. Mm. I would say... If you want to get into the, uh, any sort of frontier game, the best one to start with is Planet Coaster because it's got such an amazing tutorial that mm. teaches you everything down to zooming in and out with the camera, and you can just go from there. Yeah, you can make uh, people throw up on these roller coasters, right? Mm. <laughs> All right, definitely. Cool. Um, yeah, speaking of throwing up, um, this information might make you throw up if you're a fan of the God of War series. Uh, website Deadline is reporting that Prime Video is reportedly in talks to develop a live-action TV show based on the Mega PlayStation franchise, God of War. Um, Sources speaking to the website say that this new series will feature Mark Fergus and Hawk Otsby, uh, both executive producers and creators of The Expanse, uh, who will be uh, shedding their experience and showrunning this potentially great series, Mm. you know? So, um, in fact, the Amazon Studios has got it, man. I mean, that's only only good things. They can just go on for it. Yeah, they're going big on the video game um, adaptions, you know, and obviously they've spent Mm. over a billion dollars on the Lord of the Rings. But God of War is a tricky one because the key to success for a God of War TV show is who plays Kratos. You know, that's it straight away. The Rock's Mm. too smiley. That's the the obvious answer, The Rock, but he's too smiley. Um, Kratos never smiles. Listen, the only time I ever saw Kratos smile in the entire God of War is when he was banging birds in the original trilogy. (laughs) You know what I mean? But he don't. He don't smile. I think if I had to pick off the top of my head, Mm. Jason Momoa, maybe. Um, Yeah, yeah, because he's got that anger to him and stuff like that. It depends which Kratos they want to adapt to it. Is it the is it the the um, the Spartan? 
from but, the original yeah. trilogy or are they going into the North mythology? North, yeah. um, so it'll be really, really interesting because if they're going for young Kratos, then you are looking at, you know, someone younger. If you're going old, you're looking for someone even older. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it will be really interesting um, to see where they go on that. But I think now what you're seeing, I mean, The Last of Us, what was it? The, the HBO show is it ten million an episode budget? Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, and it's ten episodes. So. It's basically got a budget of a movie, like hundred plus million. So yeah. I can imagine God of War would have a similar um, thingy. And if you want to have an idea of what it might look like, just go and mm. watch like Immortals or um, the other one, uh, Wrath of the Titan, Clash of the Titans, those sort yeah. of things. You know, that's sort of the look and thing that you're going to get from a God of War thing, isn't it? Yeah. What about the expanse though? Oh, I love the expanse, man. I told you about this. The space show, it's amazing. It's good. It gets better as each as each season goes on. Um and you can see that they they're getting the idea, they're getting the 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 chops and the experience under their belt. So nice. Uh it's a great show. That's coming as a game as well from Telltale, um, the Expanse Universe. So yeah, it'll be really interesting, but uh, I'm excited, dude. But I mean, what we've had, we've had the Uncharted film, we've had mm-hmm. the Last of Us HBO film on yes. the works. Sony's you know. really leading into the theatrical IPs. Theatrical it's making money series. though, isn't it? it like, is. that's the thing. Does. Like, Uncharted, and people want to see. Yeah. Uncharted has paid for itself and it's now it's making pure profit for them now. I you've, got, you've got The Last of Us, which is going to be <laughs> massive. Um, yeah, I can't you wait. Know, for so it's going to be nuts, uh, nice. but it'll be really, really interesting. So we'll move on um, to number five. Um, and this one obviously dropped, I think it was a couple of days ago, and it was quite big news as well. Mm-hmm. So um, Square Enix and Luminous Productions have announced that the Forspoken release date has been delayed to October. The game was originally scheduled for release on May 24. Um, and they released a statement on Twitter. I'm just going to quote the statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have made the decision to move the release date of Forspoken Saken, I was going to say Forspoken then. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me start again. We have made the decision to move the release date of Forsaken to October the 11th, 2022. Our vision for this exciting new IP is to deliver a game world and hero that gamers across the globe will want to experience for years to come. So getting it right is extremely important to us. To that end, mm-hmm. during the next few months, we will focus on all our efforts on polishing the game and can't wait for you to experience Frey's journey this fall. Thank you for your understanding and continued support. We look forward to sharing more about Forsaken with you soon. Could that soon be tonight where we get another new trailer? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why, why, sorry, remind me, why are they calling it Forsaken? No idea. <laughs> no idea. Forsaken, but anyway, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just happy that they're actually going to, you know, spend their time to make sure that it's not going to be a um, Cyberpunk 2077 debacle. You know, I mean, all these developers coming out with half-baked games. It ain't good for the franchise. It ain't good for the consumers. So, mm. yeah, take your time, make it work. You know, and plus it's crowded anyway as it is. I mean, look how many games are coming out between now and then. You know, in February alone, we had like a, a massive catalog of games thrown up through. So yeah, um, Square Enix, do you think? Definitely, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's a game that Forsaken. I don't know why that was in the bloody statement. Um, Forspoken, <laughs> mate. But like literally. Um, it needed a delay. I don't think people were really interested about it. I think it would have just got lost at a poor time. Yeah, just make yeah. it work, make it better. And this time we'll get you up from a seven to an eight, you know what I mean? Mm. In your rating. And that and that might seem like a single digit, but that's big. If you once you're at yeah. an eight, you're a very good game. So yeah. Yeah. you want to get there. And <laughs> all that time can make the difference on that one point. So but yeah. it's good. The, 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 
they're playing a dangerous game going into October. You know, there's a crowded month. <laughs> what else are we getting October? I mean, potentially what God. Oh, dude, that's everything. That's when you're like your Call of Duty comes, your Call FIFA of Duty, comes. Which is, yeah, that's gonna happen anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your FIFA's there, and mm-hmm. and obviously loads of games that are gonna get announced in the summer and stuff yeah. come out. So yeah, it should yeah, be really, really yeah. interesting to well, see where we go. But um. That's all of it in terms of the main news. So we'll go yeah. to the news rundown. You've got four stories for us, so I'll leave okay. it to you. Let's dive into that. All right, so the news rundown. Uh, Grady Games has released patch 1.07 for Horizon Forbidden West, which comes packing a number of fixes across main quest, side quest, and photo mode, which is a feature that you all love so much. Uh, and there's also a bunch of fixes uh, for crashes. So, yeah, this is part of their ongoing improvement since the release of the game, uh, what, two weeks ago almost. And uh, it was two weeks ago, right? And, yeah, it's just going from strength to strength. And, yeah, it was not buggy as hell, but there were some things which I just thought was, like, really half-baked, uh, like Aloy sticking behind a rock for an unannounced period of time, had to restart the game. Uh, not to mention, like, graphical updates as well. So it's running a lot more smoother. I mean, the game is a beautiful game. But if you haven't played it, just get your hands on it, you know, or go to a friend who's got it. You need to experience, mm. you know, this iteration of it. But, um, but, yeah, I'm glad that they're continuously improving it. And I'm just loving the fact that we can do that these days. You know, I mean, mm. back in the day when you only had, like, a CD or a cartridge, you couldn't really update it. But they can update these games so frequently uh and it's only going to be better when they um as, as time goes on you know mm. i can't wait to actually find the release a 2.0 version which hopefully should be the, the finished version of the game the definitive um edition but um but yeah man thank you gorilla games for making it better uh all right so next uh we have square enix uh has officially launched the final fantasy 35th anniversary website uh, the rpg series is making the milestone on december 18th the 20 uh, 2022 in Japan. Uh, on that date, 35 years ago, the original Final Fantasy game hit the Nintendo Entertainment, Entertainment System all those years ago. The Famicom. How been, the Famicom, how things would have changed if they had stayed um, with Nintendo. Um, but anyway. Uh, well, do you just blame Cartridge for that, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just the fact that they stuck with Cartridge and Square yeah. were like, we need something different. And then yeah, another Japanese is. company says, here's a CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cheaper you don't have to pay you know as much I mean? licensing <laughs> I think I think there'll be a big uh, announcement on that date I think yeah. I think it'll be massive either that or they release remake part 2 um, mm. for 7 it'll be interesting or it could be the release date for 16 we don't know you know we'll see yeah. what happens but uh, I think there'll be a big announcement at the end on the actual date for that one um, I'm excited about your next story though yeah, yeah. Sony Interactive Entertainment has launched its latest PS Store indie sale, which discounts 1,300 games across the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 consoles. Yes. So any recommendations? Because uh, I have yet to dive into I haven't it. looked in the sale list yet, but I did yeah. open the PlayStation app on my phone mm. and I had like 11 notifications and they all nice. were wish lists to tell me that games in my wish list are on sale. So I was like, I'll nice. have a look at that later. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? I'll, I might I'll be picking them all up. Yeah, you know. dive into that, check it out. You might find something that you never knew you'd love. Um, and finally, the future game show, Spring Showcase, is set to premiere eight new titles during a broadcast on March the 24th, with over 40 games in total lined up for the event. So it'd be, just, it'd be interesting to see what developers are actually going to be there. Mm. I mean, that's know. been more focused on like the independence and smaller games, but... Okay. I want to see, this is where obviously Quantum Error showed its gameplay and it was really exciting. So it'd be good to get an update on that one as well. Um, yeah. Any game show or showcase is great to watch because there's always one or two. I, I don't watch this one live, but mm. anything big you see on YouTube anyway. So 
it should be uh, really, really interesting on that one. From Quantum Era, then. Definitely. But we'll, uh, oh, 100%. But we'll move on from the news rundown to the rumor mill. And there's some big rumors this week, Alex. I'll just run through these three quickly. The next rumored installment in the Sly Cooper franchise will reportedly be unveiled in the second half of 2022. Furthermore, furthermore, it also states that the original developer Sucker Punch will not be developing the game, which is good because we want Sucker Punch to make Ghost of Tsushima 2. Um, so it'll be interesting um, to see if there is a new developer on this apparently new franchise of Sly mm. uh, Cooper. So we'll see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Number two, and this one's interesting. WWE mm-hmm. is reportedly looking to move their games to EA to have them develop and publish future WWE titles. Now, the way this works, obviously, is WWE haven't been happy with 2K, with the quality of the game of 2020, the you know the underwhelming performance of Battlegrounds in and the delay to mm-hmm. miss the Christmas period. So there's a lot riding on this year's game, um, yeah. whether they can hit the Metacritic scores that WWE will be happy with, sales that WWE will be happy with, so it'll be really interesting. And obviously, EA will be trying to woo the WWE over. So Yeah, it would make things. I mean, obviously, they, they know about key franchises. They've got the Madden series. They've got FIFA. I mean, obviously, F1. Um, but, yeah, having WWE is just going to be a massive field in their belt. Yeah, and they're used to, obviously, developing uh, key games on a yearly basis, you know, without fail. So, yeah, man. More power to the franchise. We'll see what happens. Uh, and then the final rumor mill for this week, modern Lance McDonald has unearthed a hidden area in Elden Ring that suggests the fantasy epic may be adding a comp- competitive multiplayer mode down the line. Mm. McDonald was able to access out-of-bounds areas using a mod which uncovered a hidden coliseum that seems to serve as a multiplayer arena. Nice. If you approach the area outside the Colosseum in Elden Ring, you'll spawn a hostile invader, which replicates the process of being invaded by another player, about they're controlled by the AI. Interesting. I love the fact that people can find this stuff, and I'm happy I'm not touching Elden Ring yet, because that is why you wait, because you get extra stuff when you finally wait, get there. Wait, wait. We haven't you know what I mean? for weeks. Yeah, yeah, wait until that. The, uh, what's called the Rage Racing version is going to come out with the next But just weird. I just weird. I just realized, obviously, we spoke about it in the introduction about how the structure this week's show but this rumor mm. mill could be outdated by the time we uh, finish the state of play you know we don't even know because we're pre-recording we this know. section before the state of play yeah. okay then um alex we'll move yeah. over to you uh charts cool. and numbers and right. obviously for the fourth time in 2022 we have a mm. new number one yes we do okay and before we get there we're going to start off with one of the massive selling games on in in gaming history as well as on the switch which seems to be carrying the franchise which is minecraft last week was number nine this week is number 10 um we then go on to dying light Two: stay human uh which was last week's number seven and has moved down two spots to number nine this week um uh, Animal Crossing New Horizon, which this week is number eight, matching up with last week. Triangle Strategy, which is a new entry, uh, was, was was a new entry last week, which is now uh, this week's number seven. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, the one game that never leaves this chart uh, from the UK, uh, is this week's number six, uh, last week's number four. Um, at number five, we have FIFA 22, which is the match was last week, was also number five last week. Uh, Horizon Fiddle West, the big game that we're all playing right now. Um, and if you haven't played it, get your hands on it. It's this week's number four, uh, which was number two last week. Uh, and at number three, we have uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, um, which is also number three last week. And Elden Ring is our number two this week, uh, which is last week's number one. And for the first time, in how many years? Uh, Gran Turismo is now back uh, with Gran Turismo 7, which is yeah. shot straight into number one. 
this week, uh, which is a new entry, and it's number one. I mean, I probably messed up some of the uh, numbers up there, but anyway, Gran Turismo. A lot of people are playing the game; they're loving the game. It's a beautiful game. We saw the uh, state of play. Was it last week or the week before? Uh, which gave us a really deep dive into the actual game. And for a non-Gran Turismo like, player, like, that was like three, four weeks ago. <laughs> three, four weeks ago. There we go. Your yeah, state of play anyway. is a meshing. <laughs> they are. You know, it's, I'm not. I'm, I'm surprised that Sony's actually doing so many. You know what I mean? They, they have it's a good. Man. There's so much it. content. It's very good. There's yeah, so much are. content. It's just like you know what games warrant it. You know, like yeah. the one we just had with the Japanese focused games. A lot of people will say, "Oh, that was shit. I wanted this. I wanted that." But yeah, you've got to cater to all your demographics. You know, and different yes. markets, and you've got deals in place to obviously show these off via state of plays and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. and to have multiple square games in there that needed things announced is uh big things obviously yeah it was very heavy with square wasn't it and uh yeah speaking of gt7 um 76 percent of gt7 sales were actually on the playstation 5 wow uh, with the remaining 24 percent on the ps4 so we're starting to see that shift now you know more ps5s mm-hmm. are getting out there even though there is a shortage uh it's still actually making a dent in the sales uh especially with the majority for this game so yeah good good to hear i think you i think you'll see a smaller gap like the one thing we've noticed with horizon over the last three weeks is the ps4 mm-hmm. version is like the, the gap the, the first week there was a huge golf ps5 to ps4 and then it slowly mm-hmm. balances out as yeah. the weeks are going on you know what i mean yeah. so i think you'll see the same thing with gran turismo 7 big mm-hmm. big game was it as I said earlier, the fourth number one of 2022 in nice. the UK market, which is great. That means there's new games coming out. That's what we yeah. want to see. Yeah, yeah, really but good. Really good. Again, I'm surprised. As I said last week, I, I expected Poke. I, I thought Horizon would drop to number three, so it did well to hold, stay in the top two last yeah. week, uh, and then drop down. But um, I thought, honestly, again, I thought Elden Ring would have dropped to three, and Pokemon would have sat at number two. Yeah, you know, but yeah, Elden yeah. Ring is holding it's on. on. It's, it's not, it's not it's moving. You know. On. Really so is. it'll be really, really interesting to see what happens um, with the chart next week. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll move on from the charts and numbers to the questions. Now, obviously, if you have a question for the show, you can email um, the latest PS5 at gmail.com. You can also tweet at latest PS5, or you can send us a DM message on Twitter at latest PS5. You can also leave comments on our YouTube channel and under these episodes as well. If you want to ask a question, just like Ophelia from France, did, uh, this week and she says bonjour yeah. my name bonjour. is Ophelia and I'm from Bordeaux nice. I love this Isn't show yeah. you all make me laugh a lot I want to ask you this question as me and my partner always love to go for trophies which platinum is your hate platinum the one that you hated getting or it can be a trophy for you um, Alex but while you're thinking uh, I'll go straight into this for me I can think of two One's actually on PS5. Uh, so the first ones are a couple of PES games, really, because there's some shit modes in there that you just got to keep playing and going through and just hogging yourself to get the platinum. And you, but you've got to yeah. get World Player of the Year in this mode, you know, like and become a legend. So you're sitting there and you're just working your way through it. And then obviously, as later PES has come, you've been able to kind of skip through them, but not back in the day where you had to slog through. So it honestly, it felt like a drug just to go through because I was yawning just thinking about it. Um, yeah, it was really, really bad. And on PS5, Dirt 5, um, there's a trophy where you have to drive like a, thir- a certain a certain amount of miles across all modes in the game. Yeah. And I'd done everything in the game except this one trophy. And I was like, I can't be bothered to sit here doing this over and over. So 
I downloaded a track um, from the community creation lab, which is basically just a square. And if you remember, I showed you a picture of my remote balancing on the pad, which was just holding down an X so that it was just uh, riding the edge of the square, going round and round (laughs) until the trophy popped. Uh, But it was just a joke of a trophy, you know. Um, And apparently Gran Turismo has a similar trophy like that. So I was like, oh, for God's sake. Uh, But what about you? What trophy has been your hate trophy that was just a pain to get? You know, um, I haven't actually had too many painful trophies because I haven't really been trophy hunting. Mm. Um, But I will tell you that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, there was one particular one, which I think was the, uh, you had to try and override all the machines. Mm. Yeah. And uh, anyone who's played uh, Horizon will know that, yeah, it's it's an amazing feeling when you actually do go to one of the, um, uh, I can't remember what they call it, the... Cauldrons, the cauldrons, they actually develop an ability to actually take over or override one of the beasts which previously would have been kicking your ass. Uh, but the thing is, when you do actually get that skill to override these machines, trying to override them, they are still able to kick your ass and even more so because now you have to get close to them to actually um, override them, which doesn't always work in your favor. So um, to get that one, it did, uh, it was a bit difficult. So um, if I was to pick one difficult trophy, it would definitely be doing that. Um, but yes, I do intend to uh, try and get as many trophies as I can, especially for Horizon Forbidden but West. Th- but that's that's the thing about Forbidden West. They're just mm-hmm. popping naturally as you do, do the things, you know what I mean? And yeah. Horizon's Platinum was actually one of my favorites to get. Yeah, some of them were really challenging um, yeah. like when you've got to fight fucking Thunderjaw. But like, it's, you by the time you finish it, you're naturally at like 70, 80%. And it's just usually a little bit of collectibles that you got to clean up or kill certain mechs in a certain way or something like yeah. that you know what i mean um but yeah i'm really kills. i'm just yeah, slowly yeah. going through horizon these trophies but i will be platinuming that but a uh, great question ophelia mm-hmm. uh love it and i love your name as well and uh, don't fight with your partner <laughs> over trophies number two brian from yeah. cheshire what's the score sunny blue moon so he's talking about football brian you are a prick with that's all we're gonna say about that um <laughs> and his question is Will you buy a Steam Deck? If so, what PlayStation options do you think will be on there? So, I mean, mm. this for me is interesting because I'm not really fussed or have the need for a portable machine in terms of have I got time to play it? Because yeah. when I'm home, you know me, I need my full cinema-like experience at home with the, yeah. with the, with the tech. And if I'm going portable, I'm playing Football Manager or something on my phone. <laughs> but saying that, if there is a whole shed of emulation on the Steam Deck where I can play old PlayStation games or Mega Drive Mm. games and SNES games. Um, It'd be something I'd be curious about, but there's only one thing I want on there, and that's I want Sony to do Spartacus, and I want it to be eligible on the Steam Deck because I just want Tekken Dark Resurrection again. If I can play Tekken Dark Resurrection on the move (laughs) again, I will get a Steam Deck just for that one game. (laughs) Just to play that game. One game, that's all I need. But, I mean, the Steam Deck's really impressive, and I do want it because, obviously, you know that, yes, you've got Steam on there, and 90% of the games on Steam's library are shit, but the other 10% isn't. But they're talking about, obviously, having um, whatever OS you want on there, Mm -hmm. looking at getting Game Pass on there. I can imagine Spartacus being on there as well. So intriguing. Am I going to get it straight away? No, because there's barely any available. 
um, but it'll be really interesting. But what PlayStation options do you think? I think, yeah, whatever this Spartacus or even PlayStation Now, they'll both be on there. Even if it was just PlayStation Now, I would probably then pick it up because it's just trophies for me. Um, but what yeah. about yourself, Alex? Are you going to pick up a Steam Deck? Yeah, I definitely want to get a Steam Deck. I think it's an amazing piece of kit. You know, it's an amazing feat in terms of mobile gaming performance. I mean, obviously, we've had the Switch for the past five years, and now this is just showing you what the latest tech can actually provide. And even though the battery time is not the greatest at the moment, but um, for the first iteration, it's not a bad, you know, piece of kit. I think it's looking about three to four hours on like a, you know, heavy usage. Um, but yeah, when it comes to uh, the PlayStation library, yeah, there's going to be a whole host of emulated software out there. So that's going to be fun just to try and get that to load up um, on the system. Um, but like yourself, you know, um, I do want to play the games in like in just like full quality. And if it is going to be full quality on a handheld, it would have to be either PS Now or uh, with Spartacus, where you can actually just download it directly to the system itself. Um, I mean, there's a whole load of games which I haven't even managed to get my hands around. But Detroit is one of them which I'd love to play. Um, mm. And it's one of these games which I don't really feel the need to actually be in front of the screen the whole time, you know, in terms of like a massive yeah, yeah. screen. So if I could actually have, have that portably, uh, I'll definitely welcome that. And there's, you know, there's a whole slew of games which I'd love to to play portably yeah. so um yeah to answer the question spikers ps now as long as they can just reduce the latency when it comes to ps now in terms of the streaming games but if you can actually download it directly to the system which you should be able to um yeah i'll, I'll be very happy with that so yes spikers ps now as long as it's optimized well yeah, cheers yeah, for that brian 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 Brain. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't. You don't need to say his name. He's talking shit about Manchester, Manchester City, and Manchester United. So allow yeah. him. You know what I mean. But uh, <laughs> listeners, thank you very much for listening to the show this week. Again, um, if you want to see our live reaction to the state of play, just head over to our YouTube channel. The link is in the description as well. Help support the show by um, subscribing on whatever whatever podcast application that you use. Mm-hmm. Help support the show. Um, tell your friends about it as well. And um, we'll have some exciting news hopefully next week with a total revamp of our Patreon with a lot more content coming every single week on the show as well. But um, before we go, Alex, have you got any final words for the listeners? Um, Arigato. Oh, he's got Japanese on his mind. I got that, man. I got that. Check out the State of Play, ladies and gentlemen, and check out our live reaction. It's uh, it's, it's one to behold. And I think for me, it doesn't matter if it's Tekken 7 or JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle Royal. Oh, Alex is getting his ass whooped. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a lie. It's a lie. The fake news that comes out of this guy's mouth. (laughs) Good Good night, everybody. Good night.